this is just way of explaining it. But so there's so self manifested in various ways and what has defeated us. So it feels like a possession. It feels like something is taking you over. It can be so extreme that you'll know someone for ten years and then they'll go out and two hours in in, in the uh, amidst they're going out, they look totally freaking different. Their face, their structure, their eyes. It looks like someone else is behind the wheel driving. So this is, to me, the parasitical nature of the mental state. But we have a, we have a certain uh, subdivision of it called alcoholism, which is really great in a way because we've made such a huge splash here some it finally downloaded to have some solution to it, and we can pretty much see what an alcoholic is like you know, by observing each other and us. And then we get we come to meetings where we hear what it's like. And when you're listening to people talk at these meetings, not this type of meeting, but other ones of recovery, you know they they're sharing their feelings, their thoughts, and their reactions about life. You know? And so you realize after a few months. You can only come to really two conclusions. How did they get my thoughts? Or they're not my thoughts, you know? Because an alcoholic, we identify with each other. Not because of who we are, but what's taken us over. The same parasite, parasitical movement is taking us all over. And it overrides ethnicity, uh, class, you know, upbringing, education. We'll, and so we identify with that. Sort of, we've all lived under the tyranny. And now that it's been revealed to us that it's not us, by listening constantly to other people who seem to have alcoholism share, and they saw us sound like you and did the shit the same thing you did and felt the same thing you felt, we got it would be nice to make the next leap. Like you'll see it at many meetings where people will share and they'll go, Oh, it's amazing how everyone in this room thinks just like me. Yes, take it one step farther. You know what? <laughs> if they think just like me, they can't be my thoughts. The sense of my is like a singularity, a sense of owning, a sense of the being the doer thereof, or the or the source thereof. So when you see a lot of people have the same thoughts you have, it hopefully will lead you to the possibility, hey, maybe they're not mine. And if they're not yours, and if the feelings aren't truly yours, and if all those heinous acts that you did weren't truly yours, what will the mind be able to entertain next? I can be free from it. Because right now, it has the ability to entertain, and it has the ability to entertain freedom, but it's saddled through identification with the parasite. So when it entertains freedom, it includes the parasite. I'm going to get free. I, as that, which I'm not, is going to get free. So it's defeated right from the gate. You see? It's so impossible. So that, that's why therapy and all this shit becomes so seemingly valuable because you can't get out of what you think you're in and so i got to make the best of it. So I'll pay $300 a week for someone to listen to me and hopefully get to some cause and condition that will produce some fucking monicum of relief in my life. Yeah? And yet you got to go back over and over and over and over again. And or retreats over and over again. Sit and meditate every day. <laughs> Everything becomes like a huge. It's like you're going against. You're like a salmon going upstream. You can't. You just 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 a giant current 
that's like overmatching you and you're just trying to, hey, I just want to have a three-month relationship that works. I really do. I just don't want to flip out at that July 4th picnic, which I flipped out at the last four years. Just please let that not happen this time. I mean, our, our idea of success has gotten quite, you know, okay. For me, like when I was out there using, after a few years of active using, my idea of success was not to be arrested. That was, that was a damn good day. If I escaped arrest, now, that's not what I thought success was when I was a kid. I wanted to be a marine biologist or dive off of Hawaii. I was not, not getting anywhere close to Hawaii. Or maybe some reruns of Hawaii 5.0, pretty much, after a four-day sitting there. You know? So, this whole idea is, it says, this, it says it in our book. It says we've got to get to the exact nature of the world. The exact nature of the wrong, in my humble opinion, is identification as what you're not. And how that identification is being offered, being insinuated, being implied, being reinforced, is the thoughts. The thought system are all about you as a self. The thought systems are all about you as a self yesterday and as a self tomorrow. Basically, the thought systems are drenched in time. Drenched in time. Most of them, either in some, in a, there was a, a famous download called The Course in Miracles where they say a simple statement, man, hey, you see only the past. So basically, if the past doesn't exist, you're basically seeing nothing all freaking day. So you're just making, you're just, you're just assuming and, you know, oh, and every time you try to remember an event, all you get to is a memory of it. You never, ever go back to the event, ever, because it's not there. You have memories of events, and those memories are not ironclad. They were not frozen as a, as a fact the day they were starting to produce. They're malleable, and the mental state's constantly changing them to fit its own little agenda. Yeah? So when one person wasn't the big culprit in your life, three years later, on a bad night, that person was the one that fucked me my whole life up. It's all made up. Constantly made up. Constantly made up. Why does it have so much sway over us? Well, if you look at, just like, look at the natural world. The natural world, if a parasite is quite hostile to the host, it doesn't have a great chance. It has to have subterfuge or camouflage somehow to hide its, its intentions from the host. Because the host would naturally throw it off. If it saw it as something different than it, when it would start seeing it trying to get up, it would throw it off. One time, 800 times. Yeah? But this parasite, this parasitical movement, has a great strategy. I mean, an incredible strategy, which is it convinces you that you're it. You take yourself to be its projection of you. You take yourself to be that. Then you're prone. Every day is on a like a, a tripwire of thought, you know? You can have three thoughts in a row that can ruin your fucking day. That's how much power the thoughts have. Not because thoughts have power, in a sense, but they, we have power that we give the, through, the, through the thoughts by calling them my thoughts. Yeah. Thoughts are just thoughts. It's just like if I had a, if a window was wide open and a bird flew by and my eyes were looking that way, I'd see it. Your conscious, your mental state hears thoughts. 
It's a receiver of thoughts. It's not the producer of thoughts. Yeah? Thoughts are sort of like, like uh, you know, the cloud, iCloud in the computer world. There is no location. It's not 20 miles up and 40 miles away from Baleo. You know, it's like you can't, where's the cloud? But it has tons of information that through a simple process of programming you can access and download. Yeah. This is exactly, all of life is just mimicking what's really going on. So here's all of these old ideas, which aren't old at all. <laughs> it just, it just, <laughs> all these ideas, all these beliefs, all of these memories, all of this, just waiting to be accessed. Yeah? And here you are, you're an interactive event, and when you hit the key, Paul, it accesses those files. Then those files download through Paul, yeah? project the download through Paul onto the object, and then you think that is what's going on. Yeah. Now it's just there. You can't. There's no. There's no thing there. It's just potentiality that you and I bring forth. Yeah. yeah. So I. So let's say you have a thought, yeah, and it has an incredible ability to affect you greatly. I could have the same thought, yeah, and it would be have the ability to affect me. But that same thought, seen as yours, it has no ability to affect me. It's when it's held as mine and it has a similar ability. So is it the thought or is it the one who has the thought that has the power? It's simple, yeah? You have a thought driving you crazy. I could be sitting right next to you and it wouldn't jump over to me. Because I see those thoughts that you're having as yours and it produces an immunity. You know what I mean? <laughs> sometimes like a supreme indifference, especially when the thoughts are about what's not happening, which they're always about what's not happening. <laughs> because, so I can't see, hear, feel, taste, touch what you have seemingly seen or had seen, had felt, had tasted, had touched. That's what the thoughts trigger. They, they trigger that you had that, had that, had that. I'm not having it. So I don't see what's upsetting you. Because it's not happening, basically. Yeah. And so the same thought, let's say, doing that there, I have total immunity to it. The same thought, exact same thought, in the same language, English, if it was heard here, held in the relationship that these are my thoughts, or they're about me, it could have a huge power. It could be wielded, it could ruin my life, basically. It could lead me to shoot somebody and end up in jail for 30 years. It could. So, where does it get its power? It doesn't have any. The thought doesn't have any power. The power comes from the thinker. This is where our power lies. What's prior to the thinker? What has been unthought of this whole time? That's what I am. That's what you are. You are what has been unthought of. You cannot ever be captured by thought. And you are prior to thought because the thoughts have to have contact to, to be initiated. And where the awareness that, is, that allows the thoughts to come into view, so to speak. Yeah? Yeah. So in AA, selfing to me is a mental process. Like in AA, it says the problem resides in the mind. It's a very clear. He's pointing very clearly. If you read the book, he's pointing very, very clearly at it. Yeah, the problem resides in the mind. 
What's, what do most people call the mind? The mental processes, yeah? the thoughts, memories, yes, opinions, even the feelings get a, a judged and a, adjusted to some kind of story all day. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you don't know the difference between anxiety and excitement half the time. It's just a stimulation, but your mind does, it thinks it does. So, you know, because it has a story going. Yeah. It does. And the story is you. Really. That's the whole, it's, its whole agenda is just to use everything it comes in contact with to be used as a mirror to see your own little fake reflection. So it's called, we talk about obsession with self, but identification of self has gone way past obsession. Fuck, it's way, that's, it's in a whole other ballgame. It, it can be presenting you as the one who's had all these obsessions in your life. That's the biggest obsession, is with the sense of being a self. That's the act of being identified with what you're not, and that's where the game goes off. Because the whole journey of 10,000 miles starts with the first step, because that sets a direction. And I'm just saying, I believe we've missed, we have had the missteps, so to speak. Easily corrected, because it could never have fucking happened. It can only seem to happen here, as this place. This place, this is, this place is, is really of a dream quality, yes? And, and it's basic building blocks of time and space. So this place, is totally rooted in time. Your thought system is totally rooted in time. The only way a sense of self can be produced, you know, the only way, first of all, it, it piggybacks on your own onness, your own life force, and then it says, that indicates it's me, Paul. That's the story. But let's just say, for a sense of self to be produced, it can't produce itself. It has to be remembered, yeah? So it's remembered by thinking about you in the past. Not you thinking about you. See, that's the bondage of self. You believing you're the one who's thinking about you. It's just thinking about you. Yeah? So it's a you, basically. A you. Thinking about a you in the past. Yeah? And then the mental state remembers that a you as you now. Here. And when it's worrying about a you, called Paul... In the future, it's using worrying to do the same event, which is to remember itself as that you that it's worrying about now. So, its logic is, I was here, I, I was here, man, look at the stories I've had, look at the pictures, I fucking had arrest uh, records, I've been here, I was here, I will be here, so it's, I'm worthy of being worried about because I am fucking important and I got, I'm going to have cancer a few years from now, I'm sure. <laughs> I have no data on it, no basis, but I am totally sure I'm going to be destitute next week. Yeah. And it's not even destitute. Destitute could be a great event. It's the meaning your head gives to destitution. Man, I'm going to lose a lot of face if I'm in that cardboard box. <laughs> you know, I'm here to save my face. You fuck my ass. As long as I'm wearing nice pants, who gives a shit about my ass? I want my face to be safe. That's the mental state. That's its agenda. Its agenda isn't to enjoy the wave in the ocean. It's to have someone see you catch the wave. That's what its agenda is. It wants to be noted. It wants to be noticed. It wants to be relevant because it is unnoticeable and it is irrelevant. We breathe all life into it. And that breath that we're breathing into that could be used in a different manner and you would be the repository of those effects. So in my condition, my 
experience over years of time here, of going through a lot of different situations and circumstances, I have to admit that I'm traveling lighter as a stabilized level now. Yeah. It doesn't change the geography of my life, but I go, whatever geography life has in store for this action figure, I travel lighter over it. And to me, that's the greatest gift of all. I don't need any big event that gets claimed and made into a fucking memory. I'd rather just have a lightness every moment. And it's not produced, it's just seen. It's, it's, and it's entertained or enjoyed by truly seeing what you're not. Yeah. So you see the activities that infer being Paul, but you never see Paul. It's just an inference. It's just a pointing. But there's nothing to be pointed at. When you're addicted to the idea of Paul, you produce the image in your own head. That's me. But all you can do, if you see all the pointing and don't fall for it, all you'll see is what you're not. And in the seeing of what I'm not, I get an intimation of what I am. Because I hate to break the news to you, but you're never going to experience who you are, what you are. Because you are it. <laughs> you, you'd have to leave what you are to experience it. And by leaving what which is impossible, you would have to objectify what you are for you to be the subjective of the experience. That's not happening. Yeah. So you're never going to know what you are. You're going to know life from what you are. You're never going to know the truth, but you're going to know from the truth. Yeah? You're never going to have an experience of it, but you'll influence all your experiences. Yeah. It's just a whole different ball game. And then what you're looking for out there which cannot be found, you'll be looking from what you were looking for, and you'll be aware of that. You'll be awake to being awake, so to speak. So your spiritual condition won't be something that was procured, or produced, or maintained, or through vigilance and, rep and practice. It will be the recognition that I'm not a physical, mental thing, that I am spiritual. I am a spirit. Which is, being a spirit is the greatest form of spiritual maintenance that you could possibly ever reach. And there's no reaching for it. You are it. Yeah? It makes it much more... I heard a meeting, and I love the meetings. I heard it this morning. And they said, well, what do you do in the morning to ensure this and that? So, something, I have a 30-minute practice. I have an hour practice. I don't leave the house until then. I read this page. It's, it's all great. But to me, I'd like to be free from all that. I'd rather just be, oh, I don't do fucking anything. But I wasn't going to say that, because it wouldn't have gone well at that group level. But basically, if they asked me to be truthful, I say, I don't fucking do anything. I wake up, and I'm, I don't have much pressure to run anywhere, so I just trance out. And I don't say, all right, I tranced out 50 straight days. No, I, I forget that I tranced out the day before. And I already forgot I tranced out this morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't need you to accumulate or go over, like, it's like counting money. I don't have to go into my spiritual bank and count my money that I've acquired from doing things. I just don't feel, it's not necessary. If it feels necessary, you better be doing it. Because you're, the, you're playing God, basically, quite a lot. But if it's not necessary, it's redundant. You might as well just be a free-range alcoholic, you know? 
just enjoy it. Enjoy the freedom of not having to do much. <laughs> to, maintain, to maintain an inherent condition. Because in fact, you don't have to do a damn thing to maintain an inherent condition. It maintains itself. Yeah? <laughs> and it really doesn't need your help, actually. You, it's better that you get sent around the corner for about 30 years, maybe, and then it'll get on getting on. <laughs> and, you'll be, and you'll be the better for it. But you won't, be, you won't be able to claim much out of it or make much out of it. It'll be sort of like every day will be as empty as it truly is. And you'll be the fullness that goes from day to 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 day. You'll be what you've been looking for. Not as a body, or as an action figure, but as what you are. As that seeing, as that awareness, whatever you want to imply or point to it. But it's not pointing to a thing. So, this whole idea is not to set that up as a goal. I'm going to find out about that. That's how you defeat yourself the second time. Yeah? Self can't get out of self. It's a beautiful statement. And it has, it need, you know, it's thrown around a lot in recovery, but it's incredibly uh, abundant what's in there. Self can't get out of self. It'll save you a huge amount of time. Because if you're identified as a self, and it's in place, and it's being reinforced and, and manifesting in various ways, then, and you will not know it if you're identified as it. You'll be knowing everything as that. See? You won't know that as something other than you. So, in this, in this condition, you study the self, let's say, or what you believe the self is. Some people call it the ego. I don't see it as that. That's just an objectification of selfing. It's not, it's not a... And what has an ego? Because when you talk about ego, it sounds like you have one. Oh, my ego, I have an ego. That's the sense of selfing, is that claiming of it. Claiming the ego is yours, or that's the real bondage. It's ego is just being used to bond it, yeah? Everything else is being used. And you, it throws it, it's like Dracula will always go out on the vampire hunts to kill other vampires. It's a great way to disguise himself or herself. So self will always be trying to study about self and try to, oh, that's what self is, and I, can, I want freedom from that. No, what thinks it's studying the self is the self thing. Yeah? So it says in recovery, uh, self-knowledge will avail you nothing, which is an incredible statement because some people have so much value in knowledge. But it just says, it doesn't say knowledge avails you nothing. It says self-knowledge. So in a way, if you find that if you follow the parasitical movement of selfing, knowledge claimed by self, which would be called self-knowledge, will avail you nothing. And especially knowledge claimed by self about self is going to avail you nothing. Yeah. Because what will happen is you'll say, oh, this is not something I want. I want to leave that. And then you'll fall into that little situation we just described. Self will be trying to get out of self, which is impossible. And if you want more history and a more lineage and a more traditional statement from 800 years, 1800 years ago, old Zen in China, a great master said, you can't use mind, big M mind, to seek mind. You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You can't use light to seek light. You can do it for eons and nothing's going to happen. Yeah? These, are little, these, are, these little statements can save you a whole lot of freaking time. Because everything you do to try to get out of self, 
if it really is successful, it's gonna it's gonna fail you. So then you'll finally realize I can't get out of an imaginary thing. There is no self for self to get out of. There's just selfing. It's an activity. If you lose interest in it, it doesn't produce the magic it produces when you're very interested in it. That's what happens. It's just an activity, but it's sort of like, it's just a movie, but what makes the movie is the audience. So if I'm believing those thoughts is mine, and, oh yeah, that person's fucking with me, this and that, it's a fucking tech, 3D. I got my 3D you know, glasses on, I'm seeing it. It's so real. But the same movie, if I lose interest in what's producing it, it's fucking paper, it's paper thin. You see right through it. Not the movie, it's the audience, it's us. Yeah. If you have faith in the thought system, you're going to have a lot of anxiety, man. And you're going to have a lot of need to get out of yourself. Because you'll be very uncomfortable. Because it's going gonna, it's gonna to harvest huge crops from what's not happening all day. <laughs> it's just going to be, I mean, it's just going to be toiling and pulling huge shits out of nothing, really. Out of what's not happening. It's amazing. I mean, it's really amazing because one of the big miracles Jesus supposedly did was bringing Lazarus back to life from the dead. Yeah, but Lazarus at least was alive. We're making shit out of nothing all day in the thought system. Most people, most people today walking around on this night, Wednesday night, are not the cause of their being bothered on Wednesday night is not Wednesday. It's last week or next week. Or ten minutes ago, or forty minutes later, it's never fucking happening. So we have somehow we got displaced. At one point, if you weren't in an abusive situation when you were a kid, and even if you were, there was probably incredible magical moments where life was seen as happening. You know, happening. And then as the mental state developed, it got turned into an interpretation: life's happening to me. And that's where the sickness lies. It's in that me. Yeah. It's in that identification as what we're not. And all the thoughts that adorn it and worship it and are used to sort of project it as a real solid thing with being aligned as a body. Separating it from all the other yous by crowning it me, a special me, a special you that there's never going to be another one of. Me. There's only one me in this whole fucking world of billions of views. <laughs> it's just a pitiful attempt to be all there is. Because it's scared shit, it knows it's not anything. So it has to constantly hop and it's got a megaphone, it's amped. You know, it just yells all day. It's like conservative radio. You fucking find, you vote against your own interests listening to that for two months. We've been listening to this shit for 30, 40, 50 years. Fucking. <laughs> We're in this moment, yet it's totally occupied by thoughts of yesterday and tomorrow. We can't even get into the day we're in, usually. <laughs> yeah, that's why people buy all those books, how to get into the moment. Or what they, please, someone slap me into this fucking moment. 
I'll shoot some coke in my neck. I'll be in the moment. Or jump from, you know, off a bridge with a bungee cord. Somehow, I gotta hit me with that thing so I, I'm alive for at least a second. And then I'll go back into the story. Begrudgingly, but I know that's the reality. I'm not okay, but I will be okay. Please let me have that hope. Because I, I think I remember I was once okay. <laughs> You don't see that you're being robbed every second of the day here. You're being robbed and then you're going to the robber and begging him for some of this shit he took back. <laughs> oh, please. Please, don't ruin this first date. Please, for once. Don't fucking put your foot in the mouth, please. I like this lady. <laughs> We don't even, it doesn't even have to say boo anymore. We're, we're in a constant state of contraction. I mean, we're experiencing the emotion of fear through mental anxiety like 30 times a day with no apparent threat. I mean, we're getting zapped all day. Shit, another, every, people call me up and oh, something earth shattering happened. I never see the earth shatter. It's just, they just, they've gone through like 40 apocalyptic moments in the beginning of this year till now, like half a year. Oh, this is the one. I say, is it the one that you had three months ago? No, this is the one. Okay, sure, sure. You don't see it? You don't see that you're just being displaced constantly? Move from, don't waste much time in this moment. You're moving forward to a bigger and better moment. Like Lowe's Department Store says, never stop improving. <laughs> Where's there a break? Oh, I got that mental accountant. I can't, I, um, I can't, I can't face them today. I didn't do much. <laughs> it's taking notes up there. <laughs> All right. If I'm going to let you watch Game of Thrones, you got to see. Did you work? Did you work hard today? How much money did you make? I made two hundred bucks. Oh, all right. You can watch fucking half hour, basically. You know, it's like don't you feel like you're begging for your own life? How does how how can an imaginary thing have so much power unless it's your power it has? How can false evidence actually, it can always appear real, but it can never be real. False evidence is false evidence, yeah. But false evidence appearing real is that acronym of fear, and for that to be so, it has to appear real to something, which is us. Yeah. We put the energy into fear. We take false evidence all day to be, a, to be appearing real. How can you live a life, or how can you get a, how can, how, if, if, if you're not seeing the squares of the actual game board you're on, you know, you'll, I, I can imagine you will feel a huge disconnect when things seem to have gone so awry, you know. I met that woman, and it was so great, and now we're just hating each other, or shit like that. What the fuck's happened? It doesn't make any sense. So you rationalize and excuse or blame. And just constantly, like, making excuses for the failed system. 
which it says in recovery. If people are so gung-ho in recovery, they should read the book and see and follow the statements, you know, not just one, but follow where they lead. Because he says, why are you in so much fear today? All right. We could ask everyone here, and, be, and there's many people here, 40, 50 people. It'd be like, we'd be here for three days, because you'd have tons of reasons why you're in fear, which have nothing to do with it at all. Yeah. But he says, he doesn't even let you answer. He says, isn't it because self-reliance has failed you? Why does that, doesn't that open up a huge door? Okay, so why am I trying to deal with fear when fear is an effect from, of something else. Let's go to what's causing the fear. Instead of dealing with the effects, let's go to the root, which is what? Reliance on self. So he's basically saying self-reliance or identification as a self or self-centeredness is a failed system. And what happens if we turn our will and our life over to the care of that? Well, look at what happens. It's a failed system. It's like that story with the lady who, you know, saves the snake and puts it in a little shoebox and puts little snake sweaters on it and gives it little milk with an eyedropper. And then, and it's, and then a day later, the snake bites her and she says, Mr. Snake, why did you do that? I've been so nice to you. Hey, I'm a snake. The mental state is a paras- has a parasitical quality to it. It doesn't have a life and now it's provided with one through us. It doesn't want to live. It wants to interpret. It doesn't want to have a sense of being spontaneous. It wants to live in memory, because that's where it can appear. It can appear in memory. I was there, and I will be there. But here... So I found it unbelievably... I was just insane, because this irritability, restlessness, and discontent since I was about six or seven it started to grow. And uh, it didn't take a break till I got high, you know, loaded. And then, of course, for some of us, you know, as soon as I drank, I realized I have magnetic appeal to people in uniform. So a whole other world opened up to me, which was going to jail, courts, and that wasn't just the end of it. Then it moved from that prison melodrama to the hospital melodrama with overdoses, getting run over twice in one night by car, doing all this shit. And it wasn't done with me even, even that. It just goes on and on and on. It's manifesting in various ways. Self manifesting in various ways is what has defeated us. It should be a beautiful statement. All right, let's, let's make that our banner. And so instead of having self-knowledge, let's get knowledge of self. You know, let's just study what self is. And when you study it, you'll forget it because it's not you. And the whole thing, reason why the biggest hook and the only hook it really has, it's implying that all the thoughts are about you, all the feelings are about you, all the days that you remember are about you, and it's that sense of being you is the juice. Yeah? That's the honey in it all. The mental state is addicted to the idea of being a someone. There's a solution, like it says. 
I feel people get in touch with me a lot and they really want to use this message, the non-duality part of it, to get out of doing the 12 steps, basically. <laughs> they say, well, if I'm not a person, then I'm not an alcoholic, so what do I have to fucking do anything? But it's sort of like, well, it, the body has cancer. Are you going to get treatment? You're going to go to Mexico? You're going to juice? Of course you are. Well, the brain is part of the body, and alcoholism is in the brain. Yes? It's a mental, it's in the mind, the small end mind. Yeah? And it's part and parcel of the action figure. And just like if you were diabetes, you can't take those insulin shots. Being, a, being not that person or being the person, the same thing with AA. Do the program, it will relieve you of some incredible heaviness, and then the mind can be unfettered and really entertain other possibilities. But trying to entertain those other possibilities from active alcoholism, it's like putting a lead weight on a balloon. It's not going to go off. You can't, get, you can't get any momentum because you'll be so spread out in the consequential level. Shit happening, the drama, your interest and attention, that is the momentum of life, will be dispersed. You, there won't be enough of what you really are to be here, in a sense. You will be, you'll be out to lunch, as they say. You'll be in a trance. You'll be fucking unconscious. You'll be in the hallway of shit and fans. This is, AA deals with the body, the brain. It has alcoholism. The mind gets released from the bondage of self. What does it do? Find out. Find out where it goes. Yeah. Find out what really becomes interesting. Yeah. Where your attention starts resting. Far out, find out that maybe the game board we're on doesn't start with us as a body, but prior to us as a body. Maybe we are that which is seeing all of this, not one of the scene, you know? But we are the seeing of all this. Maybe. It's like taking a half step back. It's not even a taking a half step back. It's just, if you do anything, take a sound, follow a sound back. And if, you, if certain people have a, a, an experience of called a hum, or like the celestial spheres or the music of the spheres, you'll hear vibrations. You know, if, as far as you can go back, past all the sounds of the room out there, the traffic, all this, and then you'll hear, and even beyond, prior to the sound of the breath, you'll hear vibration, let's say. But you can never hear what's hearing that vibration. That's what I am. That's what we are. We are that which is hearing all sounds which cannot be heard. We are that which is seeing everything but cannot be seen. Yeah. We're beyond touch here, yet we're touching everything. But we're beyond touch. We're actually beyond notice, yet we're noticing everything. But what we are is totally beyond notice. It's like a different flavor. Like a string that just tightened just right, and when the bass notes hit, it just goes. And there's an intimation of like, like an unspoken yes. You knew, you knew this before ever coming to it. Yeah. Now you're home in a sense. Now something 
that wasn't being noticed is sort of revealed. Then all of this that was always in the foreground starts leaking to the background, and what was in the background starts moving to the foreground. So things start moving back, no thing starts moving forward. And so now you get a sense of the space of everything. You know, like in, you know, I see Japanese art, they're always trying to capture space. So they're very minimalistic, they'll have like six leaves with a branch. And all it is is space, basically, with a few things in there to intimate the space that surrounds you. That's what we are. We are the space. What we're doing, in a sense, taking ourselves to be a body, we're just trying to fill that space up with so much things, thoughts, feelings, memories, because it scares the bejesus out of us as a thing. But thank God we're not a thing. We're more of that space than a thing. I'm looking over the vast amount of people here. (laughs) Stay back, I know. Wonderful, I know. Thank you, yes, thank you, I know, stop that, please. It's it's my pleasure, it's my pleasure to come here every week. Because there isn't any every week, anyway. Could you imagine coming here thousands of times, if you thought there were thousands of times? (laughs) It's the most empty event I ever, ever attend, is these talks. Totally empty. I mean, there's absolutely nothing I can take with me. It's great. It's so great. It's like a, a constant disarming of all my groping and <laughs> trying try to get something. All of that just gets solely. It just it's like a coyote trying to eat that turtle, that tortoise. You know, it's throwing the thing around, hitting it, and then it gives up. It just says fuck it, and then the, that's why the tortoise lives 150 years, comes back out. He's got a great strategy because everything loses interest because they can't get to anything they call something. You know, so in that nothingness, it gets to go on and on and on and on and on. This is sort of what it's like. You don't take a position, you won't fall for one. Yeah. Every seat is just a musical chair seat. Your seat assignment in life is there's nothing that's engraved. The music comes up a lot when when you're not even expecting it, and then you get up and you walk around. And just because you stop at the same chair for a few rotations doesn't mean it's your chair. <laughs> <laughs> you just get up, oh, right, and then one day you may, and you'll just somewhere else, like, you know, fucking whatever, Grizzly Adams, or whittling pencils for the, for the kindergarten, being in a senior citizen, senior citizen house, having people brought in so that I could give satsang, you know, <laughs> they get paid five dollars and get a cup of coffee. Oh, when I was, <laughs> there was never a sound. And I'm forgetting it all the time. Now. <laughs> Pass me that general. <laughs> there wasn't any fall, so fall doesn't have a bad end. <laughs> he didn't have any beginning. It's just an appearance, isn't it? Really, you know how much work a mental state does to patch it all together and make it seem like it's so? It's incredible. There's so many huge gaps that it just sort of drives over like a speed bump, you know? <laughs> See? <laughs>
like, you know, the idea of being the doer, the doer, doer, and then you have this direct experience sometimes in AA that something struck you sober. <laughs> you didn't do anything. Something just called the game off and a new download occurred. And it blows in. How can, if you're not the doer of that, well, maybe you're not the doer of much. <laughs> maybe there's a lot more that you actually have nothing to do with in this life. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't one of those little examples lead you to any entertaining of other possibilities? You know, it's just so like if you see uh, one drop, they say, you know, you can see the whole ocean with one drop of water. That's the quality of mind. The mind doesn't have to be brought to something 8,000 million times. Once can be enough, because it will expand. What it hears, it will expand. Yeah? So it will take, it will take an, uh, <clears throat> an offering, and then see the principle in it, yeah? And then a, a template will come over all this chaotic fucking giant milus of stories, and then you'll, make, you'll see sense in things, <clears throat> or you'll see the nonsense in things, really. Yeah? The, the mind is incredible. It's just been, it's sort of like entertaining life from self-centeredness is really like putting a marathon runner in a closet, really. The mind is so much farther than, you know, being framed by yesterday, today, and tomorrow. It's so, that's such a horizontal, linear thing where it can go every which way, yeah? You can have an eternity in a moment here. You can feel more in one nanosecond than all the 60 years of memories. It's just that we play so small to seem so big, you know? We have to make mind seem so small to think, to think ourselves so big here. You know? Depending on a failed system, a thought system that's archaic, really, that keeps running into its own right angles. It can't get out of time because it's of time. <coughs> you know what I mean? You're not going to think yourself out of thought. It's impossible. There's other modalities you can contact. Yeah. Or they'll contact life through you. There's a lot more modalities that are not based on self-centeredness. That's it. And I know no one has any questions. Mm -hmm.